I have a bone to pick. Okay, I feel like <laughs> I start so many episodes with like, Darren, Chris, what the fuck is going on? It's like, this is your little segment. This is my segment of Darren, Chris, what are you doing? Um, today I have, so this is going to, this episode is going to drop in like several weeks. We've seen. This is our Christmas episode, by the way. This is our Christmas episode. Oh my God. Merry Christmas, Gleeks. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Gleek. Sorry for like just taking over whatever conversation you were about to get into. <laughs> However, I am rooting for holiday songs for this episode. I'm saying holiday because I'm including Holly of Holiday. Course. No, I'm saying oh. Hanukkah. Oh, Hanukkah. Oh, oh my God! If we pulled that this episode, I would shit bricks. Um. <laughs> anyways. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. We, Thanksgiving just happened last Thursday. Um. Darren was in the parade. He was on the Kinder Egg float. He Mm -hmm. sang, didn't sing. He lip synced like uh, everybody does on these floats. The I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas cover that he has on his Christmas album. Everybody does that at the the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Everybody lip sync. I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Um, Arguably the worst song from his new Christmas album there were a lot of other ones. The single that he released um, could have been better. Um, I think they were going okay. for the Kinder Hippopotamus shaped uh, chocolate angle. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I hated it. Um, afterwards, Darren goes on Twitter and is responding to like hate tweets. Okay. Like, people yes. are like, that was bad. And he was like, Macy's made me do it. Smile. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's weird that we are getting a lot of Darren material after his tour has been canceled. Um, New music video today. I mean, years ago for the the listeners that are listening now. Um, But a new music video with um, Glee's Adam Lambert. Glee's uh, Adam Lambert. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We just got a new music video. He just hosted Disney's Holiday Celebration. Um, he is going to be on the Kelly Clarkson show. He just hosted Queen Family Sing Along. Um, we are getting a lot of Darren content with no payoff. Frankly, I mean, we get the, we get the album, but you gave us something and then took it away. I'm angry. I'm angry. I understand Uh there's probably circumstances that I don't know about, but at face value. But you feel as though you're not alone in your anger. Uh, At face value, I'm frustrated. However, so... What I think, I, this is, you can't see it? Oh my God. I, I see an entire <laughs> white screen. <laughs> no. It's like, this is what I got. <laughs> this is what I got. So I think what Darren is doing right now, so this note is, and this bit that I'm going to give to you is okay. what I would do as Darren Chris's PR manager. Uh-huh. What I would do differently, what he's doing wrong in my eyes. Do I have any experience doing PR for celebrities? Absolutely not. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, the <laughs> the Gleek of the Week Instagram that I co, co-host with you, I don't know, co-manage, co-manage okay. um, yeah. is the extent of my PR marketing um, capabilities. But I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Here's what Darren should do. So I think what Darren is doing right now is he's really relying, like when they introduce Darren, it's Emmy and Globe, Golden Globe Award winning Darren Chris. 
How long ago did he win those awards? Stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. You have an Oscar. You have a Golden Globe. You have an Emmy. You have that for life. (laughs) Stop. No, I know. I know. Stop you right there. And that accolade in itself is worthy. However, those are the projects people know him from. And so much time has passed that people are like, what the fuck are, who are even you? No. Okay. You're not starting off strong. And that's your problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I hate it. I I'm not with you on this uh, opinion. Um, you, d- I think saying- Darren Chris, like to to the average American that has watched Glee in the past, he's irrelevant. Okay, so our Glee of the week this week is Jack is agreeing with me. With me, um, he has requested to be introduced after this conversation's done, <laughs> but he's like making himself very like vocal without being vocal, like nodding along, which is not great for an audio format. Um, so I don't, Jack, would you like to be introduced now? Okay, our Gleek the Week is a friend and a watcher of Glee uh, and someone that has opinions about what Allison's saying right now. Um, Jack Winans, um, what are you thinking about what Allison's saying? What the hell did Darren Chris win an Emmy or a Golden Globe? Stop. Okay, coming in hot for Glee. Yeah, no, for Glee okay. and for Andrew Cunanan in Gianni oh, Versace. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Wait, so did he win as like ensemble cast as part of Glee, or I think no. he won as best supporting actor. That first of all, that's no, wait, crazy. stop it, stop it, stop. You guys are just like spreading. False information. I hate this discourse. I'm like, I feel awful for even bringing Jack in because Jack came in with like a really crazy opinion about like. Okay. I will say, I will say, he did amazing as Andrew Kanan in. Yeah, he was good. Versace. I love Versace. And he it won. was an amazing and he performance. Won for that. So I'm did not, he win both for that? I'm yes. not saying. Okay. Right? He won an <laughs> the concept that he could have won for Glee was crazy. No, he did yeah, not win yeah. for Glee. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm not saying those accolades are unearned. He was incredible. He was great. The emphasis on the was. He needs to do something new. He needs to do something new and he get, needs to become a household name again. Because I think he's reaching. I think he's relying too much on people knowing oh. him from his past projects that they're like, okay, what's new? Nothing. Well, I think he's at a... I think he's at a great disadvantage because if you remember a couple of years or months ago, I don't even remember, didn't he make some press release that he wasn't going to like play gay people anymore? Yes. After he's already won the award. After he's won the awards. But I think that's really hurting his career because he's really good at playing gay people. And so there you go. Uh, I mean, he's good at playing toxic gay people. Um, Andrew Kananen and Blaine Anderson. And Blaine Anderson. Famously two serial killers. Famously. No, I'm not um, saying he's I'm not saying he's bad in any way. I'm saying he needs something new and I have that something new for him. Okay, go ahead. Um so I think <laughs> I think <laughs> Darren and Jordan Fisher are kind of I group them together in my mind. I think they both I'm with you on that. They both have this kind of cute younger man quality and they have a lot of Disney attachments. Um, they've done Broadway, they've done TV, they've done Netflix uh, 
I who to, all the boys I've loved before, both Jordan Fisher and Darren Chris were in those famously. Okay. Darren Chris was not in that. But um I think no. they're both <laughs> <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> I was like, oh, no, neither of us are gonna fact check you. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> Noah Centineo. It was a Noah Centineo thing. Um he and Jordan Fisher, I think they're both vying for what Ben Platt has. And what Ben Platt has is people know him, but people know him from a bunch of different things. There are people that love mm. him because he was in Dear Evan Hansen. There are people that love him because he was in Pitch Perfect. There are people that love him for the vice president's student council show he was the, in. The politician. Yeah, the politician. Well, but here's the thing. Ben, what Ben, ben Platt also has is a father who's like a huge producer and director. And That's also true. Darren, Darren Chris just has like, a BFA from University of Michigan? <laughs> like, Lop, mother like, and father. <laughs> but I think they both want, and I think what Ben Platt has, he wants what Andrew Rannells has. Okay, okay. So, wow. There you we just go. Like, just like now you're, widening now you're speaking this, the truth. Yeah. The strings all exactly. over the board. And then Andrew Rannells has something, but he wants what like Matthew Broderick, Nathan Lane had, and they can do Broadway. They EGOT. EGOT up the ass. Like, EGOT up the ass. Yeah. <laughs> they can do anything and they're great at it all and they're known for it all. Uh-huh. They're not just known as a pillar within this different sector. Um So where does that leave Darren Chris? I need to know. So Darren Chris, I think what he needs to do to become I have another name on that list, but I'm not going to say it. Like what Hugh Jackman has. Hugh Jackman can do Broadway. Is, that, Hugh. is Hugh Jackman the other name? <laughs> yeah. Hugh Jackman can do okay. the Wolverine. Hugh Jackman can do it all and be great at it all. Um, Darren, what Darren needs to do, I think he needs to start back on Broadway. He was going to do the American Buffalo play before covid um, happened, which I think was going to be a very good opportunity for him to show the dramatic side of him and the acting okay. chops he has. But I think what he needs is to originate a role in a musical. Okay. And I think this musical either has to be a revival of something that's already had wild success or it needs to be a new musical about somebody's life or based on a movie. It can't be a completely new, completely new storyline. It has to be something that the average layperson that doesn't give a fuck about Broadway okay. would care about and be interested mm-hmm. in and go see in New York City. Mm. I think I have a suggestion. Oh my God. Okay. I mean, bring it to Broadway, baby. A very Potter musical. Please. Like. Please, God. Are we ready? Wait, I mean, I'm not as familiar as the both of you with Barry Potter Musical, but it's never been on Broadway. It's never been off Broadway. Where was it even? University of Michigan. Yeah. That was just it? Just University of Michigan. They, uh, there was that one. There was a Barry Potter sequel, and then there was a Barry Potter senior year, and a Barry Potter senior year was at LeakyCon, a Harry Potter conference. LeakyCon, I hate whatever that is. (laughs) I know know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about, Allison. You know. You know. But... I think something that is going to get people to to see him and care about him and be like, oh my God, that was the guy from Glee. Like, I totally know him from Glee. And now I'm going to see him yeah. in this new thing that I'm already excited about. Um, then I also think he needs to 
be in a movie that's going to be nominated for an Oscar. It doesn't need to be doesn't need to win an Oscar. It has to he be... not been in an Oscar nominated film yet. I don't think so. Girl, most likely. Not. Girl, most likely. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a fun girl, most likely tidbit. As you know, it was takes place in Ocean City. Right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And there's a famous scene in Girl, most likely, where Darren Chris's character is in Ocean City, which is in New Jersey, where. You are not allowed to pump your own gas, and he pumps his own gas in Bitch. the scene in Ocean City. And it totally takes you out of the movie because it's so not believable. Yeah, you, God. Chris and Wig screwed the pooch on that one. Screwed the Fucking pooch. Bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think he needs to be in something that's going to get a lot of Oscar buzz and a lot of Oscar clout. Um, uh-huh. to get talked about. And that in... unfortunately is not Girl Most Likely. That if is... anything, it's less likely. It's less likely to be Girl Most Likely. Yeah. And then I think for both of these things that he's doing, I think he needs to host SNL. I think he would be a very, very good Saturday Night Live host. I think it'd be hilarious. Okay. He could sing a little monologue song. It'd be cute. I feel like your next bullet point is like, here's why Darren Chris should be would be a really great president of the United <laughs> States of America. Yes. And like, I feel like you're just like going down a path that is getting crazier and crazier. Um, but it's good. I mean, I th- would, would that, I'm sure he that wants these him- things too. Yeah, he needs to do it. I think he definitely has the littlest bit of Wait, are you, talk- are you still talking about in. the presidency? No. 2024, baby. 2024. <laughs> Chris Colfer. Chris Colfer. Chris that's, that's Colfer. Their- that's the ticket. Chris Colfer. Mm-hmm. That's the ticket. <laughs> Vote Chris Colfer. But that's um, the hill I want to die on. I think there's a bunch of like side things he should do. I think he should be doing interviews for be the interviewer when it comes to the Harry Potter 20th anniversary next January. Um, I think mm-hmm. he and Daniel Radcliffe already have a rapport, so he should definitely be doing something there. Have Daniel Radcliffe on your Heim podcast, Darren. Listen... Um, these are all things that I'm sure he would love to be doing. It's like, I don't know what sort of world you're living in, but I feel like you're living in this world where it's like, Daniel Radcliffe is like, please talk to me, Darren. And then he, Darren Chris is like, fuck off. I don't know. What, what are you talking about? I mean, that seems believable to me. Do you think so? That Daniel Radcliffe is like, please God, Darren. I think it's the other please way God, around. Please God, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> No, I exactly. think I think a good PR person would be able to make this happen for their their uh, not uh, what Listen. yeah for their person. Sure, I think I a good think. PR person would go the extra mile and make sure this happens. Darren is about to have a baby. He's going to be very busy. I mean, he's been busy because the baby is a product of it. Who's who is the mother, if I may ask, or is it uh, his you know, wife? Not, not a traditional family. His okay. wife, Mia. Do we know her? No. Okay. The, the Not Chris in the public eye. stands okay. do, and they hate her, which is so awful. So awful. I hate no. it. Yeah. No, we love Darren's family. He, that's just what he needs to do. I think he can easily get the EGOT in the next 50 years. Oh, Darren, next, okay. You're opening, okay. A large Darren, window. hire me as your PR manager. I will make this happen. I will use the three connections that I have. And two of them are in this Zoom call. 
Um, I mean, like, if you want me to help, I can, like, even, like, package this MP3 for you and be like, this is a great sort of, like, resume builder. It's like, <laughs> hey, I already have ideas. I've said it publicly, actually. So, Well, because um, there's, <laughs> a, there's a person on TikTok that does this. That's like, if I was Tana Mojo's PR manager, here's what I would do. If I was Emma Chamberlain's PR manager, here's what I would do. I... I like I don't know. I'm coming from a completely different perspective because I feel like if I were these people PR manager and I was listening to you talk about this, I'd be like, yeah, I know. I would love to be doing these things for my client. Like it's not well, that make easy. Well, it happen. <laughs> yeah. Do it anyway. Right. Okay. Um anyway, are there any I, I'm that was really great. I'm 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 really proud of you. That was really, Thank that, was, you. that was good. That was great. I'm on your side too. I think you'd be doing way better. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he can do better. I think, uh, why the fuck is he going on Kelly Clarkson? I don't know. Oh, a lot of people watch Cle- Kelly Clarkson. I do. I don't. Don't do that. I don't either, but I, I think a lot of people watch it. I do. <laughs> I'll say it again. We know I you mean, do. They're not- we know <laughs> you <laughs> do, Andrew. <laughs> they're not watching Oprah. It's over. They're not watching the Tyra show. Yeah. What else are they watching? If they're not watching Oprah, then we're watching Kelly. Wait, yeah. is it? This is not Glee related. Is it true that the Wendy Williams show is being taken over by Trisha Paytas? Or was Trisha that- Paytas is not taking over the Wendy Williams That would be psychotic. Show. I didn't no, hear that. But- no, no, she's not. So, it, it, uh, okay, so this is not content, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Leah Remini and Michelle Vachaz, Vachaz, I don't know, They're, they were like co-hosting the first week that Wendy Williams um, wasn't there. People hated that. Sherry Shepard took over. People loved it even more than Wendy. Ratings went up more than Wendy has ever gotten. And so people want Sherry to take over for Wendy. Not Trisha. Not Trisha. No. <laughs> but Wendy's a staple of daytime TV. They can't just... I, I mean, yeah. like, Sherry's done daytime TV. Yeah. We're keeping this in. Um, <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jack, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You are the Gleek of the Week. And um, we had a conversation earlier that I halted because you sort of wanted to go down a path that I was not aware of, that you have a connection with Glee that I was not aware of. Well, it's barely a connection at all. It's very tenuous. Um, but, you know, Glee has, you know, as as us all, a huge part of my life, part not of my mine. upbringing. You know, not Andrew's. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> nearly touched every moment of my life from birth until now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which uh, is that Heather Morris... Um, grew up in the same town that I was born in and lived until I was four. Um, but I have, you know, a bunch of older sisters. And one of my older sisters is the same age as Heather Morris. And they would have been in the same class in high school. Um, but my family moved away before then. <gasps> and so that is a tenuous connection that my oldest sister and Heather Morris would have been in the same class. What would class have been? Wow. If we had not moved now, do to you New think, Jersey. Do you think that they would have been friends? Yeah. Well, yeah, because my sister is like crazy musical theater, like you know, mm-hmm. it was like, and I'm sure Heather Morris probably was too if she ended up on Glee, right? You know? yeah. yeah, some sort she of act. Or so they maybe would have been enemies. I don't know. Who knows? Um, either way, they would have had a good, like, a quality rapport. Yeah, 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 they would have had rapport for sure. Wait, um, can yeah. I ask a New Jersey question? Yeah. Is it true that you can't pump your own gas? 
It's literally true. And that's how it should be everywhere. Andrew, have yeah. you ever pumped gas in your life? I remember my dad tried to make me do it one time that we went to Pennsylvania. And I was like, <laughs> literally, like, you're not going to make me do this. And I think I like I was like on the verge of tears. I was like, please don't make me do this. I think it's like the most New Jersey thing that I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, the first time I ever had to pump my own gas, I was in... Um, I was like on a trip with my college friends and we were in Virginia, like somewhere driving. And my friend was like, oh, like I'm going to go into the convenience store and like, you know, get these snacks or whatever. Can you like, you know, do the gas? But we were in his car and I was literally standing there and like having a panic attack because I had no! no idea what button to push. No, yeah. Like, yeah, like. You know what's crazy to me is like gas station TikTok to me. Like gas station TikTok <laughs> when they show up at the gas station and they're pumping their own gas. I'm like. Like, can you relate to this? Like, I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> well, now I can because now I'm a New Yorker. But wait, but you don't wait. I, I have a car. No, you don't. I park it on the street every day. I'm part of alternate side parking culture in New York I don't York know City. if you're fucking with me. I am not fucking with you. I have a Honda CRV. You can find it parked on the streets of East Williamsburg right now if you go look. <gasps> that is well. I guess like every time that I visit you, I guess like your your streets are fairly empty, so that's good parking. Yeah. Huh. That's so interesting. Crazy. Allison, anyway, thoughts? <laughs> thoughts about New York City alternate side parking culture? Keeping this in? <laughs> um, I the streets in Andrew's neighborhood terrify me. If I ever drove down any of them, like the streets of Minneapolis are bad on their own. Like Uptown terrifies me. Um, if I had to drive in New York City, I would simply perish. You know, like it's crazy because I I spent a considerable money uh, amount of money in the effort to protect this podcast because parking outside <laughs> this is so off topic of glee glee fans that also like venn diagram parking yeah. um, <laughs> um <laughs> hey glee fans who are people will be interested in this exactly. human interest. <laughs> we all park. Are, there any, are there any gleeks out there that are also people um okay so outside of my outside of my window i live on the street side big difference if you live in the back of the building you don't hear this but if if you live on the street side you hear the commotion of the street obviously and um, it is one lane of traffic and there are two parking on the on the left and right side. And if you're double parked, um, then no one can get through. And um, so I needed to invest in uh, city quiet windows to completely cancel out um, any noise that would potentially come in. Because I remember my first week here, I was like, this is simply undoable. That's crazy. This was, no, this is too off base. I think that we are actually <laughs> No, we need to keep this in. Keep this all in. I think there are people that care about the par- where we park. Yeah. I, for yeah. one, park in I, the garage. No, because I think that people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, wow, Andrew spent a lot of money. Like, he lives in New York. He know what he signed up for. <laughs> um, and I think they'll hear, oh, Jack parks on the street in New York City every day. He's really cool and knows how to parallel park. <laughs> I think that's that's the that's the takeaway. <laughs> Apple Podcast Reviews, you know what to write. Um, <laughs> um anyway, uh Jack, do you have any thoughts about glee? <laughs> yeah. I mean, glee glee glee. Where do we start? I mean, I, I do want to start with a little um anecdote, which so Glee was a huge part of my life in like middle school and early high school. And like it was a whole family affair. Like my parents were obsessed with Glee. My sisters watched Glee every Tuesday night. We'd turn on Fox and it would be Glee. Um, That's crazy to me. So crazy. And it's going to get a one step crazier. That one year at Christmas as like a joke, um, 
my <laughs> like we got I don't know where I think they like bought at a store like you know when you're in like the grocery store at the aisle and there's a magazines there there was a magazine there that was like all glee themed I guess like all mm-hmm. glee stories and glee pictures um I think it was my dad or maybe it was one of my sisters or maybe they like worked together but they got one of these magazines that was all pictures of people from Glee and scenes mm. from Glee, interviews with the actors, you know, interviews with, you know, Brad Falchuk or whoever. Yes. Um, and they cut out all the pictures of the Glee characters and replaced all the photo frames um, <laughs> in all of the photos in our, like, living room and kitchen with characters from Glee. Oh, oh that's my good. God. Dream household. And not only was this just, like, a one-day prank, it stayed that way for years. It's that right now well famously my house burned down andrew <laughs> oh that's right oh because you put this hex on it with because the glee, the glee curse uh-huh. comes for us all as right. it comes for many uh-huh wow oh my God. wow wait so that the burning of the house was not glee related or was it it was not glee related but you have to think a family that tempts god in that way sure. of, framed you know, photos Framed photos of Sue Sylvester next to, uh, you know. Grandma. Yeah. Yeah. No, grandma's gone. (laughs) Grandma is completely. It's it's like literally. It's literally (laughs) Sue Sylvester next to like Santana and Brittany. Like it's that's it. Like. Wait. So like if someone like came into your house, like and they didn't know anything about your family, they would fully think. Yeah. This woman in a tracksuit is like an aunt or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, this really happened. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Love Auntie Sue. So she comes every Thanksgiving. Oh, that's so good. And in terms of the the songs, yeah, what are some standout for you? What are we projecting mm-hmm. to see? So I I like a broad swath of Glee of out of my Glee performances. You're saying so many words that are like impressive to me. I swath feel smarter. is a one syllable. Yeah. Swath is a one syllable word, Andrew. No, wait, wait I don't need broad What's swath. A... Yeah, what is swath though? Like a selection. Like, or, you know, I don't know. Actually, maybe I'm using the word incorrectly. Um, no, but you said it so confidently that I knew what you were saying. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Allison. Um, so, yeah. I like a broad sample of, of different... Don't do that. <laughs> genres, uh, et cetera. Out of, my glee, out of my glee performances. So I like some other crazier ones. Um, this one's a little sentimental, but I love, love, love because I love Santana and Britney. They're the heart and soul of the show. Nothing's True. better than them. And I, I am a huge Paltrow head. Um, I love when Gwyneth and Santana and Britney sing Landslide. Yep. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite mm-hmm. of the whole show. Um, so I'm hoping we get that one. I was just, I just found out that one of my other favorite ones has already been pulled, which is Lauren's um, I know what boys like. Yep. Going through. Luckily. Going through to the next round. Yeah. Yeah, as it should. <laughs> One of my faves. Um, yeah, and then I like all the, you know, all this, you know, silly Broadway ones. I'm into all that stuff. Silly too. Broadway. Yeah. So we're projecting silly Broadway yeah. in landslide. Yeah. And any Britanna? We'll take any Britanna. Any Britanna. I know this is the Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, Gleeks. Happy yes. happy winter solstice, Gleeks. I'm not Gleeks. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the Christmas songs, but we'll see. But like, I mean, we're in the Christmas spirit. Um, we're trying. We're trying. If you had to choose one Christmas standout, I, we all need to do this. Okay. We all need to do this. I have mine. Go around the table and <laughs> yep. say our favorite. Glee I don't Christmas. even know if I could pick one. You can pick one. 
Okay. You have one? Do they ever do the... They do the Chipmunk song, right? They do mm-hmm. it. That's my favorite. That's your favorite? That's sick. That's sick. Get out. Wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> Allison, do you have a correct answer for us? Um, extraordinary Merry Christmas, baby. Oh, God. Another wrong answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that one. Gleeks, do we like that that song? Yes, we I, do. I'm answering for them. I, I mean... Maybe we'll pull it in this episode. I mean, we will inevitably pull that song. We will. But, uh, yeah, no. I mean, I have a boring answer. I mean, obviously, Santa Baby, Santana. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Not part of the Glacket, though. Mm -hmm. Not part of the Glacket. If I needed to choose one part of the Glacket, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Does something for me. I like that song. It's cute. I actually will say. It's like the entire cast. It's everyone, It's like Britney, everybody sings it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I don't remember them singing that song in Glee. But I if I knew either. they sung that, I would have picked it because that's actually my favorite Christmas song of all time. Okay. I'm paying Jack for every yeah. single opinion that he says. <laughs> every single correct opinion that he has, that's another $15. All right. I'll accept <laughs> it. Okay. Silly, silly Broadway, baby. Silly, silly Broadway? <laughs> Hell yeah. Silly, silly Good. Broadway. Very topical, very season one. Um, oh, relevant. Yeah, I'll know it then. <laughs> relevant. Here we go. Funny girl, E flat. Exactly what I would have done. Barbara. I could do it in my sleep. Funny. Did you hear that? Funny, yeah, the guy said, honey, you're a funny girl, that's me, I just keep them in stitches, double I guess it's not funny Life is far from sunny When the laugh is over And the joke's on you a sense of humor that's one thing you really need for sure well you're a funny girl the fella said a funny girl funny how it ain't so funny Funny girl 
Corcoran? I'm Rachel Berry. I'm your daughter. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait, that was a crazy ending. I forgot that's how that song ended. Yeah. Okay, first of all, Funny Girl, Adina Menzel, Shelby. Yeah. Um, Jack. What are we thinking? Oh, okay. Well, I love it. I mean, I mean, okay. I like when they get actual singers on the show to sing actual songs, oh, you know? Okay. Heather Morris, like, grew up in your hometown. You're, yeah. like, turning your back on her. Sorry, <laughs> you know? But I do. I, uh-huh. I love it. And, no, I think she did a... I mean, I think I love this. And the ending is hilarious. The, the I ending know. Is... It's like the Dr. Seuss book, Are You My Mama? No, like literally, like in my head, I was like thinking the entire time. I feel like within like fifteen miles, if Rachel hears someone sing "Funny Girl," she will, she will go, say, "Like, yeah, I'm your daughter." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she'll go up to just anybody. Yeah, this song is like a lot more uncomfortable than I remember it being. I I just can't imagine. Like, I don't know. It's even more so uncomfortable than like Mr. Schuster, like because the context of the song is. Um, Shelby gets up in front of uh, Vocal Adrenaline's like, hey, like, this is how you really do Lady Gaga yeah. and sings Funny Girl. Um, and, and that doesn't so, make any sense. This is That more, doesn't make sense. I didn't know that was the context. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like, it's crazy. And then like, also like the I'm your daughter thing. It's like very complicated. I did not like this as like a, a little like right. lesson. I don't know. I Here's mean, I really you're... obviously love it. Is she trying to do, like, the theatricality of it all? Theatricality. Right, that's the title of the episode. Title title of that, yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and uh, the the Glee Project Challenge. Which, Adina Menzel, for the theatricality, she was the guest mentor. That is true. That is true. Yeah, no, I agree. This is, it's weird. I forgot that they sang this. I knew that they did, but I, like, forgot what the context was. Yeah. um, Until I saw Shelby up there. Um, it's fine. Yeah. I didn't remember the context, honestly, but I mean, I liked the performance. I don't know. Yeah. It was not bad. It was fine. I mean, like, it's a Dina. On, you, you can't get past that ending, that surprise ending. I mean, that is hilarious. Are you my Come mama? on, you guys. Um, I, you know, obviously, Tim Menzel, love her voice. This is her one solo in the series. Um, Savage, okay. The character of Shelby, messy girl. She is so messy. Beyond messy because this same episode, she's like, Rachel, no, no, no. I don't want to be your mom. And then she's like, oh, but I want to be Beth's mom. But Quinn, shape up, girlfriend. And then no, I'm going to date I'm Puck. Not well, she didn't want to be Rachel's mom. That's why she gave her up. She didn't ask Rachel to come uh, find her. No, no, no. Hey, you're she a Shelby apologist. She did. She did. Okay. She did because she hired Jesse. She hired to Jesse to implant these ideas and oh, scatter, yeah. scatter these little ideas of Rachel wanting to find her mom. And then, so it was Shelby's idea in the first place that she reached out yeah. to Rachel. Uh huh. Yeah, but if you're from Shelby's point of view, you gotta win. You know, you gotta win by any means necessary. If you gotta sabotage, <laughs> I'm going Rachel. to sabotage my biological daughter in order to win a Glee Club a Glee competition. Club. For what? For what? To bluff with my muffin? No. No. Uh-uh. Uh, the fact that this is considered how you would do a Lady Gaga song is 
not okay. The only thing theatrical about that song is when she goes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's true. Like what? She does the a fuck? small foot pop at one and, point. And listen, yeah. all of us combined, we know a lot about musical theater. We do. Um, <laughs> we do know a lot. We're professionals having We're nothing professionals. to do with the field. Catch us in the um, Harry Potter musical on Broadway, <laughs> streaming <laughs> now. Um, okay. On Peacock. On Peacock. <laughs> I think this will be a, a difficult competition. I have a season four song. Um, I think this will be a fun competition, actually. Okay. Oh god. And you guys are gonna like see I it. I think this is after I stopped watching. Oh no, no, season Here four. Here we go. Okay. Just a little bit of just a little bit of I was like, good gracious ass bodacious. Bodacious trying to show patience. Waiting for the right time to shoot my steam. You know, looking for the right time to fast them D's and I'm leaving. Please believe in being the rest of my heathens. Check it, get a lock at the top of the Years go by, I'm looking through a girly magazine And there's my homeroom angel on the pages in between Fuzzy sweaters, too magical to touch. To see her in that negligee is really just too much. Two different shows. Funny Girl and, <laughs> and this. Two different series. I mean, that's what makes Glee great. It's um, true. Who wants to lead us in discussion on that one? I love this song. I This is like a dirty, Same. guilty pleasure for me. I really, the original really... The Glee cast version. This Glee cast mashup. It oh, hits. Okay. It hits somewhere deep inside. This is not a hard competition for me. Um, me neither. I do really, really like this song. I think it's, this is when season four is light and fluffy and cute. And before mm-hmm. it gets to the end of season four and we have uh, the school shooting episode and the regionals and it's just yep. too much at the end. And then we go into season five. This is when it's still fun, still hip, still happening. We still have a lot of the core people involved. Um, I like it. I like this part of season four. It's cute. You like <laughs> men of McKinley calendar? <laughs> I, I mean, I have to say... Andrew, first of all, 
this is this number epitomizes everything quintessential to Glee, right? Mm-hmm. It no. is grossly yeah. inappropriate, which mm-hmm. is what makes Glee amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is targeted directly at Glee's most, you know, biggest target audience, which is 13-year-old gay boys. It is <laughs> like they they this is exactly what Glee was all about. The, it's hilarious. They're measuring their stomach fat with like the calipers. Like, 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 oh my god, it's so funny. Stop it. No. I okay. <laughs> I I feel like I'm just like looking at this through an entirely different lens than everybody else. Um okay. We have the song Loser Like Me. <laughs> they talk about I hate where this is going. <laughs> Come with me. Give Come with to, me. Give it on a journey. <laughs> um, they have the song "Loser Like Me." They sing it. You want to be a loser like them? They these people in this song not losers. No, they're measuring their body fat. There's none. <laughs> There's no body fat. There's like I I don't. This is so ridiculous. This whole episode, I hate this episode. It's just like the fact that they are just like so wishy washy with like between if these kids are losers or not, I can't I can't keep up. But don't you think that speaks to something real about the high school experience? Like, no one was always a loser. No one was always cool. You're always flipping and flopping. And I think Stop nodding your head, Allison. Especially, Stop nodding your head. especially <laughs> in this episode, it really makes me think how complex, like, on the surface, Sam's just a dumb, blonde little boy. But I think mm-hmm. his character is actually so, so, so complex, especially in this part of season four, he's realizing, like, does he have future plans? He's having that little end of senior year freak out that Rachel and Kurt had and then decided to go to Niata a week before graduation. Um, sure. He's having that on a different scale. And I think it highlights that uh, men can have body dysmorphia issues, too. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not just hey, a female issue. Say that, Allison. Wow. <laughs> it's not I, just. A- I love. I love when women stand up for men. Hell yeah! <laughs> Happy belated International Men's Day, everyone. <laughs> but it. But I just think he's such a complex character, and he's like freaking out, and he's like, "All I have is my body." And he was a stripper That's at sixteen, seventeen. Talk like, about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has literally already sold his body he's just been sexualized and he's trying to cope with that in several different ways and the men of mckinley okay the men of mckinley calendar is not because they're cool they're trying to make but they money. sold out they like they did they they made because money off shirtless, of that because they're attractive men with andrew you wouldn't have bought off. one like listen this, okay it doesn't i feel like with this like iteration of the glee club like Ryder and Jake, like they brought in th- these guys, like that were just like too hot to be Glee Club members. <laughs> like it makes sense. Like yeah, you don't think sell Finn out. was too hot to be a Glee Club member? Stop. Finn was not as hot as as <laughs> these people. <laughs> Andrew is I, right. I, they, I, Ryder has the they, BB cut. They're just the too BB hot, cut. and then like a the Bieber cut. The BB cut. A few episodes later, um. Marley sings a song about being an outcast. And I'm like, you can't, like, they She's all sing outcast. that song. She's an outcast. Ryder and Jake are allowed to be popular. <laughs> Marley wasn't part of that Madam McKinley calendar. No. That's correct. <laughs> she was just singing along to the, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else to say about 
I think people are going to be here for me saying that Sam is a complex character. They're going to hear me and they're going to be like, say more. Sam is a complex character and I can't wait to see him alongside fellow Glee star Lindsay Lohan in their upcoming Christmas movie. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Gleeks. Merry Christmas, Gleeks. Next year, the movie comes out next (laughs) Christmas. It does? Um, yeah, I found this out today as well. That like, it's actually a full year away. Jack I thought it was coming out this Christmas. Jack came what? over and he was like, like very excited for this movie to come out. And I was like, I think they just announced that they were just filming it. I don't think it's coming out this Christmas. It is coming out next next Christmas, Gleeks. Merry Christmas next year, Gleeks. Um, do we want to vote? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put in my vote for Funny Girl. No. Centerfold, hot in here, Jack. Um, I am also going to have to go for Centerfold Hot in here. Although Funny Girl was a close second. It was close. It was close. Proximity matters. Proximity matters. You're not ready for this, Andrew. Oh, it's a good one? You're going to shit. You're going to shit. You're going to be like, oh my God. Really? It's a contender for the best song on Glee. Oh, good. (laughs) Well, sometimes Santana's best solo. I'm going to die on that hill. I think this truly just like encaptures her vocals. I think that she she understands how to to sing. I understand this is not an Amy Winehouse original. Amy Winehouse does a cover of it that Santana's doing in this in this performance. Um, She understands how to capture the Amy Winehouse vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, It is so great. Starting from the end going to the beginning. Just that backflip that Mike Chang and Brittany Brittany does in heels. It's insane, yeah. I feel as though 
Like, let's just move this song to the top four. Literally. Like, mm. I'm, like, literally ready to, I like, I'm, I'm scared. I feel as though we get songs sometimes where, like, we had, like, the centerfold hot in here versus Funny Girl, which was, like, okay, like, two songs that ultimately would not make it that far. Right. But then we get, like, Valerie, and I know it's going to be against something fucking good. I'm scared. I hate it. Um, Valerie will still win for mm-hmm. me. I'm going to say it right now, whatever it's against. Um, it's just so good. What I love it. Against Landslide, I think, okay, so um, I've done, I've created a Glacket. I've created the Glacket. The original Glacket mm-hmm. was was something way different than what it is now, <laughs> what you're listening <laughs> to. Uh, the original Glacket was something that I, I, formulated i was like okay we have um don't rain my parade rachel version versus don't rain my parade santana version i did like the entire thing of all 666 songs i and it made it all sense out. which That's ones crazy were going how long did that take you it, it took like a day of my life okay um i'm glad i'm so glad to be getting this gleek of the week lore this yeah. is lore yeah this like, is <laughs> like um and it was like a poor way of doing it because it's like there are puck solos that would make it much further than they needed to because of the way that the Glacket was mm-hmm. sort of made up. When I did the Glacket, all that to say, the the top three was Landslide, Love Song, and Valerie, this version, not wow. the season five version. Love Song? Um, like Sarah Bareilles? Sarah Bareilles. I love what they did with Love Song. I mean, me too, but... I think it was fun. Okay, Allison, we have not pulled that song yet, and I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> um, I just love it. Valerie is just great. I know so that, like... Good. Yeah. Like, it's not a controversial opinion by any means. No. It's great. I mean, it almost feels, like, feels so passe just to be like, well, obviously Santana's one of the best characters on the show. Right. Amy Winehouse is one of the best singers that's ever lived, and these dresses are some of the ugliest outfits that have ever been worn on Glee. And so it's like, those three combined, this is an amazing, amazing performance. Like, yeah, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. stupid for this not to be one of of the final ones. Like, I actually agree with you, yeah. This is probably one of the best competition songs as well. Yeah. Like, not just in general, but specifically competitions. Love this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the highlight. I think also in this set of songs is I've Had the Time of My Life. Yeah. Yeah, I've Had the Time of like It started it, yeah. Yeah, forgettable. What's the one after this? They only do two. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is the point where they were like, hey, we're not doing three. Isn't this the... So Glee Club comes through with Valerie. Dalton Academy Warblers comes through with Candles. No, no, no. This is Hey Soul Sister. Oh, even worse. So, and Hey Soul Sister goes through. They they literally... Wins? They tied. They, no, they tied. Why? Oh, and then they sing they Candles t- the next one. They sing Candles and Raise Your Glass. I remember the Raise Your Glass one. Mm-hmm. They sing Raise Your Glass multiple times on this godforsaken show. Um, anyways, back to Valerie. We I love, love it. we love it's so good. It's so good. It's, so good. Uh, it's I great. I feel like the we hat. get yeah. we get to good songs and we're just like 
what can it's you say? What can you say? Like, yeah. it's, it's iconic. That's what I'm, like, afraid with this podcast that you and I created where it's, <laughs> like, um, okay, like, literally we're setting ourselves up to be, like, years from now talking about, okay, yeah, it's a good song. Well, I think that's good because right now what we're saying about Valerie is it's good. When it when we see Valerie for the fourth time, we are going to have to go in depth and be more analytical about sure. it and get into more detail. And we will, I think. And I think we by the end, we will have analyzed the shit out of the best song on Glee. Sure. Um, I will say that their second rendition of Valerie, even though it's it's literally a Britney and Santana duet, love Britannia, obviously. They should have just kept it as a solo. Yep, I agree. I mean, I it doesn't make much sense as a solo. I mean, excuse me, as a as a duet, just lyrically, like say it, like <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Um, okay, are we are we prepared to see what's against Valerie? No, because they're I already it's something really good. Stop! <laughs> Don't say that, Allison. Say something bad. Something terrible. Okay. Okay. Valerie Save. I think. I mean, it's still a good song, but like, I, I mean, it's it's Save. What if it was, I'm not going to teach your boyfriend how to dance with you? I think I would cry. Can't explain all the feelings that you're making me feel. My heart's in overdrive and you're behind the steering wheel. Touching you, touching me, touching you, God, you're touching me. I believe in a thing called love, just listen to the rhythm of my heart. There's a chance we can make it now, we'll be rocking till the sun goes down. I believe in a thing called love. But everything is a-okay Touching you Touching me Touching you God, you're touching me I believe in a thing called love Just listen to the rhythm of my heart There's a chance we can make it now We'll be rocking till the sun goes down Just listen to the rhythm of my heart There's a chance we can make it now We'll be rocking till the sun goes down I believe in a thing called love
guitars. Show these guys some guitars. Please <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking the entire... Uh, I believe in a thing called Love, sung by Kurt and Adam Lambert. <laughs> I was thinking the entire time, I was like, is this supposed to be a dream sequence or not? And I feel as though that last line sort of solidified that, that it was. was not. Okay. Wait, why do you think that was? Well... Because why would you just show someone guitars after you're doing that? (laughs) (laughs) From our perspective, yes. From the mid of Glee universe, that was good. Um, I mean, it was good. I mean, I feel like Kurt got better throughout the performance. And maybe that was intentional. Like, at the beginning, it felt so awkward, his dancing. And he got more into it at the end, and it felt a little more natural. But at the beginning, I was like, Kurt does not seem comfortable moving like that. Was I the only one who thought that? No, you. I, I would completely agree. Kurt, okay, I yeah. really like, this was a different, I think, I wish um, Songs from a Suitcase, Audrey was here, um, because I think this is a much different yeah. range for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, okay, I was thinking about Audrey as well, because we've pulled the other Kellyett duet, Kurt mm-hmm. and Elliot duet, um, with her, and I was thinking about the entire time, her note of, like, just seems like a song that is just way more for Adam Lambert. And mm-hmm. then exactly. Chris Colfer is just literally there. Yeah, Chris, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. Uh, all that said, Chris Colfer still has a, a great voice. It's yeah. Just, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of Kurt songs that I love. Right. right. But yeah, I just feel like this was a song for Adam Lambert. And it's almost like a little rude to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, Chris, you have to do the other part. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um I I really do like this song. Like I was watching Miss Mojo the other day. Are we fans of Miss Mojo here? Oh, I'm familiar with her work. Love Miss Mojo. You don't know who Miss Mojo is. No. Miss Mojo is a YouTube channel that just like does top tens. Like someone <laughs> told me recently that Miss Mojo and all those were just like totally like AI generated and like, oh, like no, 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 Miss Mojo. Mojo? Is an- Watch, yeah, Mojo. watch Mojo, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Miss Mojo is, is for, like, women and gays. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Miss Mojo, yeah, right? No, it's the same thing, but Miss Mojo is specifically for women and gays. Women yeah, and gays, yeah, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> Miss Mojo was saying <laughs> that um, the top 10 hardest songs to sing, uh, this was, I believe, like, number, like, seven. Whoa. Really? Um, this is a, yeah number one was emotions by mariah carey that doesn't surprise me yeah. um but like other songs on the list was i will always love you um oh god which I'm, i was thinking did they ever even do that on glee i will always love you did they do that mercedes okay <laughs> mercedes <laughs> anything else to say about i believe a thing called love no, I wanted it to be turned off. No, I didn't want to watch the video. Uh, I don't. I didn't like looking at it. I just like I liked listening to it a little bit, but I didn't like looking at it. I think it's a good song. It's a great song. I mean, as a yeah. song, it's a, it's one of the great songs. Adam it's Lambert is incredible. Great song. It's one of the great songs. Adam Lambert does a great job. It's you know obviously yeah. right in his you know kind of niche where he's comfortable yeah. i loved kurt's pole dancing at the end that was a highlight for me sure. um but everything else was uncomfortable to watch i mean like are we gonna talk about the fact that there is like a rotating pole in the middle of a guitar shop <laughs> no that guitar. makes sense guitar <laughs> every guitar shop i go into rotating yeah. pole 
Also, the calls. wall of symbols that Kurt like playfully plays with at one point. I was like, why would they have a wall of symbols like that for Kurt to play with? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't all sorry? I'm not a music person. Aren't all symbols the same? Like, why do you need to look through? Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Why wow. would you need to look at thirty different symbols on a wall <laughs> when Kurt's in town? Yeah. <laughs> Valerie. Uh, Va- Va- yeah, yeah, Valerie. Valerie. Yeah. Sorry, I believe in a thing called love. I don't believe in this song going through. Sorry. Um, it was going to happen to anything against Valerie. Wait, I'm scared for what you pulled. We're forced to watch this, okay? Just for two minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, great. Who we feel We hear Your pain your fear, but we're here to say who you are is okay. And you don't have to go through this on your own. You're not hate this part of season four huh no no this is this is later on this is this is part of the um school shooting lore right this is the (laughs) this is the the next episode god you remember when they did that school shooting that That, was crazy it was what i just watched it i just watched it um this uh it doesn't hit 
as much as any of the other Glee original songs. Um, I'd rather have a full studio version of My Cup than listen oh. to that again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd rather listen to Hell to the No over and over and over and over again. Iconic song compared right. to this. Yeah. Not this. I mean, okay, I do feel Who weird. This? So like... he, okay, so this is this is the lore around this song. Yeah. I do feel weird about it. Because all of the other Glee originals were literally like all written by the Glee team. They all like self-produced them. But this song was like written and constructed by um, the Avenue Q people, the okay. people that did Frozen as well. Oh. Um, which I feel like this weird. Is not about. their best work. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, not their best work. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marley really like prided herself on. Uh, these original songs that she wrote. Yeah. Uh, literally in the school shooting episode, she um, like already passes around a camera and she like says like, hey, by the way, if I don't make it, um, there is a book of songs in my drawer next to my bed. I think they're honestly pretty good. So if anybody finds them, I think they're, I think they're good. Um, Marley, they're not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marley. I'm sorry, Marley. And <laughs> yeah, wait, how I, do we feel about Marley on this podcast? I she seems so uncharismatic to me. I remember when I was watching. Right. No, I completely agree. She, I can see, she's too fragile for me. Um, in a way that like doesn't make me want to root for her. Like, but I feel like I mean, she does offer anti-Rachel in that regard. Like, she's she not as, like, brawny, I guess. Right. That's true. They're kind she... of, like, foils in a way, but they don't... Yeah. Yeah. She's a, a, a weak little flower that depends on Jake and Ryder um, and the people around her to bring her up um, yeah. rather than finding that within herself a lot of times. Yeah. And, like, do we need a foil for Rachel when Rachel's not even there? Like... Exactly. Like, we don't need yeah. a new Rachel, babe. We don't need yeah. one. Yeah. We're watching her like against Kate Hudson and Yeah. Exactly. Uh I don't know. Yeah, Marley. I don't mind her. I mean, I like her singing voice. I think is the yes. is the Incredible. thing that I yeah. appreciate. I also love um Unique in this offering the riffs. Oh yeah. Um very fun. Must have been very that, cold on, yeah. on, on <laughs> very cold on set that day. <laughs> Sam's nipples were literally poking through, poking the, through, shirt. through the shirt. <laughs> yeah, you could have um, sliced Mr. Shoe, when Mr. When Mr. Shoe comes out of the curtain and he's like, he has this like his jaw drops a little. Like, he's like okay. staring right at Sam's nipples. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else to say about you have more friends than you know? No, it's Do not. It's though? it's oh, it's not mm. the best Glee original song. That's it. Yeah. No, I don't like it. It's not. And with that, our final performance. Wow. Of the episode. Of the episode. You're not alone. Together we stand I'll be by your side You know I'll take your hand And when it gets cold And it feels like the end 
There's no place to go, you know I won't give in No, I won't give in Keep holding on Cause you know we'll make it through, we'll make it through Just stay strong Cause you know I'm here for you, I'm here for you There's nothing you could say, nothing you could do there's no other way when it comes to the truth So keep holding on Cause you know we'll make it through, we'll make it through Hear me when I say, when I say I believe Nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna change destiny Whatever's meant to be will work out perfectly Okay. Why is she crying? Okay, so keep holding on, Puck. Puck singing this song to Quinn. Quinn, remember, the scene that immediately follows this song is that Quinn um, had forgotten that they had originally performed this song to her when she was kicked off the Cheerios Mm -hmm. um, due to her being pregnant. And so uh, when she comes back in season five, when we initially see her, she's just like, I'm sort of like leaving all my past behind and I'm moving forward with Chase Crawford as my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, and so Puck sings this song, brings her right back to, down to earth. And um, and so she's like clutching her pearls, literally. 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 Throughout the entire I mean, song. In my opinion, best part of the performance is when she's clutching her pearls. She, That's yes. older for me. Diane Agron was like, wait, can this outfit have pearls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pearls stole the show. Yeah. Uh, all that being said, I actually like this as a puck solo. It's good. I the only thing I mean, I really like this song. I really like their. I think they're trying to do like the original choreography in the background. Yeah. Um, I just have a question. Why did Glee repeat so many songs? That is an amazing question. Um, and no one will ever know. Right. Because like they literally performed, they only sung one Avril Lavigne song throughout the entire series. And they did the same song twice. Twice. They didn't, they didn't even like tip, dip their toes into girlfriend. I was literally right. going to say they could have Complicated done some great skater body humor. Oh my God, yeah. please. Yeah. It, sometimes I would have been okay in the grand scheme of things if they made it seasons one through six never repeating a song except Don't Stop Believing" in the first episode and in the last episode. Okay. I yeah. think there are times when repeating a song is effective. Um, right. 
there are times when it's just not. Like, why did we need Don't Rain on My Parade so many times? No, they only did it three times. I mean, like... And I do think uh, in this arc of Rachel's character, that song is very important. I... I don't think that don't... I'm not with you on the Don't Rain My Parade. Yeah. I'm okay. with you on Keep Holding On. Same. Don't Rain in My Parade needed to be done by Rachel and also Santana. Um, I think we could have on. done with the in-between, though. The original in yeah. sectionals and the yeah. and Santana. I would yeah. could have done without the one in-between. Yeah. How about um, Don't Stop Believing at regionals at the end of season one? I do like that. Um, I do like that. I don't need it as her audition song for Funny Girl. That was a bit much. I get she can absolutely have this moment where she is imagining singing with her friends. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be Don't Stop Believing. Um, I'm not here for it with Raise Your Glass. I'm not here for it with Keep Holding On. No, that's so stupid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not here for it with Loser Like Me. Why did we need to sing that again? An acoustic version. Yeah. Mm. I don't I don't even frankly, I don't need it for Teenage Dream either. Oh no. No, no, no. no. I actually will No. no I, actually I agree with liked you, Allison. It. I agree with you, Allison. I actually liked I like both versions of Teenage Dream. I like both of them. I think they very well could have evoked the exact same emotions using a different song. Different song, yeah. Uh I yes, but I think that I think it was it was sort of fun. To, to have a different rendition. We haven't pulled either Teenage Dream yet. We haven't. Um, I like both. I do like both. And I, I do like both. I didn't need it. I didn't need it. It could have yeah. been something else. It could have been a different Katy Perry. It could have been a very sentimental love song. Because in the sure. grand scheme of things, Teenage Dream is not a love song. Right. Um, and Katy Perry's songbook is endless. Exactly. Exactly. That's true. Um... <laughs> All that being said, loved keep. No, I didn't love it. I liked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Have you, do you know what vote. Cold Stone Creamery is? Yeah, there's one in Stone Harbor. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Stone Harbor, heard of it? <laughs> Oh, there used to be. Yeah, one. now it's now it's the it's now the, it's the like theater burger, bar. Yeah. Burger, yeah. <laughs> so the sizes that they have at Coldstone Creamery for their dishes are like it, love like it, it, gotta have it. Um, so you're at the like it size. Uh, yeah. Like I'm still going into Coldstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to buy a dish of ice cream. Yeah, they're still getting my sir, like my yeah. patronage, I guess. Are you going to tip um, and they're going to sing a song or no? No. <laughs> if they I sing this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, okay. I have one more note about this this song. Keep holding on. They did the original choreo. Um, the original Glee Club members got up on the stage. They started doing the choreo. And then, like, the newer cast got up. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. How do they know? Quick learners. Mm-hmm. Like they got up. Oh come on! That's, you got to be able to. If you're if you're gonna get hung up on that, the whole show goes out the window. No, the whole show goes out the window. I was like, either no, either like keep them sitting down or don't have them up there at all. Like I would like literally like they literally acknowledge the fact that they weren't there for the original performance by having them not there for like the first like chorus, whatever. Right. Um. 
but just like have them continue to sit down as like, hey, these are like our idols. These are our people right. that we're looking up to. I mean, it was probably in like their contracts or something that like they have to be in the big chorus numbers. Okay. You know, like. Hey, Jack constantly with the contracts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that was my my final note about keep putting on season mm-hmm. season five version. My I'm note gonna... about keep holding on uh, season five version is that obviously, you know, Diana Agron's performance as receiving the song is amazing, and I'm voting for it for that reason alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm voting for it. Keep holding on, baby. Keep holding on. Yeah, that that Marley original. Sorry, yeah. baby. <laughs> Keep Sorry. on trying. Don't give up, though. You have more friends than you know. Don't worry. They're just not yeah. on this Zoom call. They're not either. Not on yeah. this Zoom call. Has Marley done anything? Marley's Supergirl. Don't do that. Oh. She's <laughs> one of the more established. Supergirl. On CW. On the, oh. on the CW. I don't have cable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally failed to do that. Like, I literally told myself that I would tell the guests about this question that Alice has. Uh, What's the question? Oh, wait, but first, we need to um, recap. recap. Yeah. With the songs that are not, whatever. Centerfold, Hot in Here, I Believe in a Thing Called Love, Not Going Through, Keep Holding On, Going Through, and what do you have? Uh, Funny Girl, Not Going Through, You Have More Friends Than You Know, also, Bye Bye, Valerie is going through to the next round of the Glacket. Good. Okay. Um, Jack. Yes, Allison. Something something we ask our guests at the end of every episode. Um, Glee, if it was still on in 2021, almost 2022. Yeah. Truly. Are, truly just in nine days. Wink, wink. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are they singing? What are they doing? What's going on? I mean, don't you think if Glee was on today, it would literally just be like, TikTok dances every episode and it would just be full Addison Ray doing Megan the Stallion. I think that's what it would be every episode. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Put your I, records I mean, on. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's what they would have to be doing. They would be. It's true. Who who's gonna be the the most viral on TikTok of the Glee Club members? Hmm. <laughs> who's gonna pop off? Britney, of course. I think it's Britney. Yeah. yeah she got the dances. Then. and she, she has the dance and she has the humor. The humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, did, we, the, didn't get a, we didn't get a Christmas episode this this week. I'm so sorry, Gleeks. Christmas song. A Christmas, yeah, song. Sorry. The Gleeks. I, for, I keep forgetting the Gleeks are here. I just keep thinking it's just the us. Gleeks are here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gleeks. There's <laughs> hundreds of people listening to this right now. Um, and where can those, those glisteners, where can they find you online? Oh, the Gleeks. If there are any hot Gleeks out there, (laughs) um, yeah, feel free to follow me on Twitter. It's just my normal name at Jack Winans, J-C-K-W-I-N-A-N-S. I never realized that you got that at. That's very impressive. Yeah. I mean, what can I say? I've had a Twitter for a long time. Wait, but like also, don't you have Whack Chinans? That's my Instagram. So that's what's going to follow up. <laughs> okay. My Instagram is just a spoonerism of my name. So Whack Chinans. Okay. But my Twitter is just my real name, Jack Winans. That's good. No underscores, no nothing. Yeah. No underscores, no nothing. And you can find that? how to spell that in the sort of title of the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it will be in there in the text. And if any of you live in 
East Williamsburg or Bushwick, let's hang out. And you see <laughs> a Honda CRV parked. Yeah, you see a, a white up. Honda CRV parked <laughs> on the street, leave a nice little and message. Give us, give us that license plate, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun. Thank you so much for coming over and, yeah. and doing this. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, I'm just so thankful to be gracing this stage with, you know, bedfellows like Nikki Blonsky and Ellie Stroker. I mean, I'm obviously <laughs> as famous as them, but like, Truly. and this is proof, but like, I'm just so flattered. Of the likes of, you know, Ali Stroker, whack giant in. Yeah. <laughs> to end the episode, we're going to say bye in the most annoying voice. Okay. Cool. After one, three, two, one. Bye. Bye. This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuyGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at Gleek of the Week Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Please!